And welcome back to the Yes Functional Longevity Podcast, where we give you insight on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. My name is Chris Border, best-selling author and the owner of Yes Fitness. I want to thank you for taking time from your busy day to listen to what I have to say. I hope I'm going to give you some insight on how to, you know, make your life just a little bit better, especially if you're dealing with some type of neural disorder and or if you have an injury. So some interesting information today. But let me do some little housekeeping before we get started. Um, during COVID, the average weight gain in 2020, I'm starting to lose track of the years, was I believe 20 pounds. And we know that COVID has lasted all the way through up to 2022. So 2021, there was even more of an increase in fat on people. It's nothing to be you know ashamed about it's nothing to be upset about it happens between stress and you know job changes and being unemployed and sitting home and being locked down and all the kinds of stuff that was going on it's no wonder people gained some weight so if you're looking for some motivation not just to lose weight but to really improve your health because we know that health and being fit and being at the right weight is important for our immune systems and to help fight off COVID because it's still here. It's still We're still dealing with it. Our Rock Your Resolution Challenge might be the right thing for you. Now, in this challenge, you'll be paired up with a partner, so we'll have a nice buddy system going here. The buddy system always helps people out when you have two people working out together and the same team. It is based upon uh, a percentage of fat loss change. So it doesn't matter if you're heavy or you're thin. It's an even playing field. It is based on changing habits as well. So it's not just about fat loss. It's about developing habits you can be able to maintain after this. And you have the ability to win a four-day three-night trip to anywhere in the continental United States. All expenses are paid. Or you can just win some cash. But probably one of the most important things is you can become healthier. You can lose some of that fat that was gained over this COVID time period, even before COVID, and just get healthier. Feel better about yourself. Move better. Sleep better. Have more energy. Just the whole nine yards, getting a few pounds off your body. So if you're interested in that, we have our kickoff seminar on Tuesday, February 15th at 6 p.m. There's a link above, below somewhere, there's a link on this page where you can reserve your spot to come and listen to what I have to say. There is no um, commitment at that time. Just come and learn about what we do here and how you can become healthier, lose that fat, get stronger, have more energy, tone up that body, and have a chance to win some prizes, some really cool stuff. So check it out. If you don't find the link, if you have a problem with the link, give us a call down here at Yes Fitness 860-673-4293. Again, the kickoff seminar will be Tuesday, February 15th at 6 p.m. So today I want to talk to you about uh, just this phenomenon in the body that is really cool and it allows you to be able to maintain strength or increase strength 
when you have an injury. So let's just say, for example, you're dealing with some type of shoulder injury and you stop going to work out or you're not working out at all. Let's say um, you broke your wrist. So you say, you know what, I can't work out anymore. Because of this, because of this phenomenon in the body, there's really no reason to stop working out. If you're coming off a of surgery, and I have, we have somebody out right now who is getting a knee replacement. As soon as they allow her to come back to this facility, she's coming back. Because, yeah, she's going to go to physical therapy for that knee. But the rest of her body is going to be, be getting deconditioned because she's not doing anything. And because of this, we'll be able to maintain her strength for the rest of her body and even the limb that had the knee replacement on. I have a woman that's talking to me right now about coming on board. She had a little meniscus tear, and she's not quite where she wants to be. We're not going to be able to work on that, that, that leg as much as we'd like to or the other, other leg, but the rest of the body we can work on. And here's why. It's the cross-education phenomenon, and it is a unique physiological adaptation that can be defined as an increase in strength of an untrained contralateral limb after unilateral training of the opposite same limb. So what does that all mean? Okay. So for example, if you hurt your left arm, okay, and you can't work out with your left arm, you can do several weeks of dumbbell bicep curls on your right arm and you may see an increase in muscular strength in the left arm, albeit to a lesser extent than the right arm because the right arm is doing the work, but the left arm will get an increase in muscular strength. We're not even doing any work with that left arm, but it's going to maintain some of the strength that it's not going to have, or maybe even increase in strength if it was really deconditioned just by doing some work on that right arm. So there's a, just a reason to just not to stop working out if you have an injury. In essence, the stimuli of the repetitive muscular strength training of the one limb, that right arm, can also increase the strength of the op opposing untrained limb or left arm in that example. And in one meta-analysis published in the Journal of Applied Physiology way back in 2004, okay, they estimated that the cross-education effect of the strength training, one limb increased the maximal voluntary strength of the contralateral limb, the left limb, by 7.8%, which is 35.1% of the effect of the untrained limb. So there's studies that show, and there was a meta-analysis that showed that this actually happens. This phenomenon actually happens. Now, this may mean nothing to the normal person. Just the healthy person is going to the gym or not uh, dealing with any kind of uh, neurological disorder or they have no injury. And it might just be an interesting fact that, hey, this is how the body can work. But for the person that is recovering from a unilateral injury or from a neurological damage to one side of the body, such as experiencing a stroke, this is great news because you don't need to get deconditioned. Or if you're not working out and you have this injury and you want to get started working out, you can start 
it, it's going to work. Now this concept of cross-education, it isn't new. It was first reported way back in 1984 when scientists at Yale Physiological Laboratories first observed and reported strain frames in untrained contralateral limbs following unilateral resistance training. Well, it's been around a long time. And people start, need to take advantage of this. We have people get injured, whether you know whether it's from a surgery because they had some shoulder surgery, or they're just starting to get a little some rotator cuffs injury in their shoulder, and it's starting to bother them. They have to go to physical therapy a little bit. They continue to work out because of this, because we know that if we work that opposite limb, that it's going to help out the limb that was injured. So how does all this work? I mean, it seems a little crazy that you can do work on one side and the work helps out the other side, even though the other side's not doing anything, even though that other limb isn't doing anything. And it's a little crazy to think about it, but the body is amazing. And researchers actually don't know why this happens. They know a lot about the body, but they don't know exactly the physiological mechanisms responsible for cross-education. To, complete, to occur. But it's generally accepted that cross-education results in neural adaptations that take place through unilateral training as opposed to muscular adaptations such as when we work out for hypertrophy. When we work out for hypertrophy, it's more muscular adaptations where there's changes in the orientation of muscle fibers. And there's changes in muscle fiber type and increases in muscle enzyme activities which is different than neural. But there's, so there's two hypotheses as to these neural adaptations that occur. The first hypo hypothesis is that resistance training may cause task-specific changes to motor pathways in the contralateral untrained muscles. So it's a motor pattern, okay? and it leads to more efficient neural route and ultimately resulting in an increase in strength. The second hypothesis is that resistance training stimulates adaptations in motor areas that are responsible for the control and execution of movement of trained limbs. The hypo this hypothesis reflects evidence examined in regular motor learning which has shown that typical types of unilateral skill training can improve performance of the same skill by the opposite untrained limb. But really, forget all that, the hypothesis and things like that, right? Whatever the reason it is, it works. And it just works. And it can be very useful for someone strong or somewhat strong dealing with an injury. Even if you're deconditioned and you have an injury and you start to work out and you go into physical therapy for your shoulder and you really can't work on that left side, you can still get, start an exercise program, especially if it's designed correctly. Over time, research on the phenomena has led to determine several specific characteristics of cross-education. So there's some specific things that they find across the board. So cross-education is not specific to age and gender. Doesn't matter how old you are, doesn't matter if you're male or female, whatever your gender is, it is going to work. Cross-section education can occur in upper body and lower body limbs and muscles. 
muscles of various sizes. So the small intrinsic muscles of the hand to the large muscles of the legs, the quads and the glutes. Doesn't matter, it'll work on all of them. Cross-education can occur through a variety of methods, including voluntary contractions of a heavy load, ballistic motor task, electric stimulation contraction, contractions, and motor imagery. So there's a lot of ways to get it done, and it's going to work on any muscle of the body, big or small, male or female, old or young. In cross-education exhibits the principles of specificity of training in that the strength gain is confined to the same muscle of the opposite untrained limb. So if it's going to get some strength gain in the right bicep, this, it's only going to happen in the left, it's only in the left bicep, not the other muscles there, the left bicep. So whatever muscles are matching from side to side. In addition, the increase in strength is greatest while performing the same movement performed by the trained limb. And finally, cross-education occurs in the absence of substantial muscle activity in the untrained muscles of the opposite limb and when there is no muscle hypertrophy in the untrained limb. So I, I just think this is a cool thing when, when you think about the body and just the amazing things that it does and the things that we don't understand that it does this is one of those things and it's something that we can put to good use a person who has one limb immobilized in a cast or sling can still retain or even increase the strength in the limb by training the other limb a meta-analysis published back in the, in the Journal of uh, Sports Science and Medicine back in June of 2017 suggests that the training parameters that might determine the greatest cross-training effect in the opposite limb. So what training should we do? Okay, If it's performed three to five sets of eight to 15 repetitions of eccentric contractions with the rest times of one to two minutes between sets. So what does that all mean there? You're going to do three to five sets. So if we're doing eight repetitions, we're doing a bicep curl eight times, we're going to do three to five sets of that. And we're going to make sure that we have a nice eccentric contraction, a lowering of that muscle. An eccentric contraction is when a muscle lengthens under load. So simple examples when you're doing a bicep curl, when you're lowering the weight. And it's important to take one to two minutes rest between sets. Rest is always one of those things people don't think about. Those seem to be the parameters that you want to do if you want to get this type of effect. Now, the correlation between quantitative variables in the studies, such as relative intensity and speed of execution, were not specifically significant. Why is that important? Well, if you're working with a coach or a trainer, they should speak with the physical therapist or the athletic trainer so that they know and understand what's happening, determine the complete parameters of their rehabilitation program. They just go off it on their own. They need to talk to that person that you're working with. It's very important. Now, something else that's really cool about this is if you suffer from neurological damage, similar to tr the similar training parameters can be utilized to help a person recovering from a stroke or a neurological injury that leaves one side of the body functioning less than the other. All great stuff. All great stuff. 
And in addition to rehabilitating one's muscular strength, cross-training can also be utilized to help regain balance. Yeah, it can help you regain balance. So if you're dealing with some neurological thing or or you had an issue where you've lost some balance, so back in 2011, researchers investigated the influence of unilateral isokinetic exercise on one-legged standing balance of the contralateral leg. And their results concluded that a short duration of balance training of the one leg can increase the standing balance of the contralateral leg. The results of this is very promising because the participant in the balance training can help if someone's participating in a balance training, it can help a person suffering from neurological injury and retain balance and mobility in the early stages of rehabilitation when the one leg may not be strong enough to support one's body weight on its own. So the left leg is the one that's injured and it's not quite strong enough to do a single leg stance on yet. By training the right leg, it's going to improve the strength and the balance on the left leg. I mean, there's just an endless amount of ways that this phenomenon can help someone in training. So if you have an injury or if you're dealing with some kind of aches and pains and it's keeping you from the facility, from the gym or coaching center, try not to let it because you can maintain strength, increase strength, maintain the rest of your body while you're dealing with that injury. So I hope that helps you out. I hope that keeps you on track where it may not have kept you on track before. And if you have any questions on this, certainly give me a call or stop by. I'd be more than happy to give you some ideas on what you can do. Because I think it's really important that if you've been training and you have to deal with some type of surgery or some kind of nick, pain, joint issue, whatever it might be, that you continue to train in the rest of your body and being able to maintain some of that strength on the limb that's that's not that's going through the injury. So, and if you were dealing with some kind of neurological issue, I mean, it's just a great way to get the body to move the way it's supposed to again. So, um, I want to again thank you for taking the time to listen to what I have to say today. If you uh, want to help participate, or you want to participate in the Rocky Resolution Challenge, check out that link. Come on by February 15th at 6 p.m. Learn all about it. Let's get healthy again. Let's get stronger again. Let's tone up again. Let's start moving and feeling better. Let's start sleeping better. Have more energy. All those things happen. And help improve our immune system, which could be one of the most important things right now in our lives. Give us a a try. So you can look for more information next Tuesday where I'm going to give you information on how to get fit, feel younger, and live better. Thanks for watching, and have a great evening.